The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. General Secretary Gorbachev, if you seek peace, if you seek prosperity for the Soviet Union and Eastern Europe, if you seek liberalization, come here to this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Is something he ultimately was credited with doing. That was US President Ronald Reagan back in 87 imploring Mikhail Gorbachev to tear down that Berlin Wall and that Iron Curtain that spread across Europe from the Baltic to the Balkans. Mikhail Gorbachev has passed away in Moscow at the age of 91. And I'm delighted to be joined by a man who reported on Gorbachev throughout his time as the leader of the Soviet Union, John Snow, the former presenter of Channel 4 News. John, an absolute pleasure to speak to you as always, and thanks for taking the time. If we go right back to the the mid-80s when he took over, uh, uh, leadership of the, the Soviet Union and the Communist Party. What was known about him in the West? What were you and your colleagues reporting about Mikhail Gorbachev? Well, you know, uh, when when we learned that he was going to be the, the Russian leader, effectively, we knew almost nothing. I mean, it wasn't a name that had, you know, crossed our lips. Now, we were not necessarily uh, Sovietologists, but we were standard kind of, you know, reasonably hardworking hacks. Um, and therefore, uh, suddenly to have this Gorbachev thrust upon us, we had to do some serious digging. We knew very little is the answer. And how early on into that process of digging, did people realise maybe he was going to be different from people who had come before? Or, or did, did, did that take time to emerge, that picture? I, I think it was a relatively slow burn. I mean, it's easy now to look back on him and say, gosh, this was a revolutionary moment, you know, there's a huge change. But actually, it was a little bit more gradual than that. And I think um, we really only tumbled to it once he started engaging with Western leaders. Um, and I mean, my own experience, I only met him once he met Reagan. Um, and, uh, you know, I was there when, when he and Reagan met in Washington. And we were absolutely stunned because this was not what we were used to. I mean, Brezhnev was severe and, I mean, dry and humorless and uninteresting. This man started off with this fabulous birthright mark on his head, and it was intrigue from then on. Uh, what was all this about? What was he about? And he was about change. He was about reform. I mean, one doesn't want to overdo it, but he clearly wanted to engage with the world and make peace. Yeah, and Margaret Thatcher then famously, you know, made that comment about, you know, this being a, a, a man she could deal with or do business with. It, Most certainly. And I was present, too, uh, when she and he met. And it was love at first sight. I mean, here was this <laughs> relatively hard right prime minister um, really having a, a dance with, uh, with the, the leader of the communist bloc. I mean, you couldn't have written it in fiction. They'd have sent it back and asked for something more probable. Well, his his right his his politics, his worldview, then was possibly more closely aligned with with what they wanted to see uh, of that part of the world of the Soviet Union, soon to become the former Soviet Union. But he must have been a, a personable individual as well. Like he must have had charisma. Oh no, he had charisma, and he was personable. But 
I don't think we can say that he was a radical. He was somebody who did not want war, and that was his absolutely primary issue. Um, I mean, he realized that any, and by now we were talking about a nuclear engagement of the worst water. Um, and I think we realized that he realized that this was simply not possible, that it had to be avoided at all costs. And he went to the very limits to secure it. There's there's these kind of competing views of history, one that says, you know, Gorbachev turned the tide of history, the other simply that he was kind of a victim of events, that this stuff would have happened anyway and that he gets maybe a little too much credit for how things turned out. What's your view? I think, in all honesty, if you look at the recent past, that is not not the way history has evolved. I don't think he was past, part of a kind of movement towards world peace viewed from Russia. I think that he was his own man. I don't know how he got through the system, frankly, with the views he had. But um, I, I think that he made history by turning a corner, and a corner which appealed I think both at home and abroad. You know, people at home as well listening to this, yeah, you know, they'd be aware of the 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 terms, you know, glasnost and perestroika, and all of those different policies he implemented, and the positive consequences, the unintended consequences, all of that, everything that flowed from them. Is is his greatest legacy, his most significant legacy, John? Though that when the Soviet Union began to come apart at the seams that unlike all of his predecessors, and you mentioned Brezhnev and so many more, that he didn't resort to violence. I think that was the absolute cardinal difference. I mean, I think he realised, you know, the chips were up and he couldn't, he couldn't any longer, you know, pretend that they could use violence and repression to get their way. Uh, and that in some way they needed to engage with the world and see what they could make of it. What is amazing is that he managed to get others to come with him. Uh, you know, that uh, he he persuaded other key figures within the administration that what he was talking about made sense. But I do think that we're not overdoing it, that if we we lay it at his door, that he was the key peacemaker from the Soviet side, we're not exaggerating. I don't think that he was simply part of a crowd. I think he really was his own man. This is what he believed. What I don't know is how he clambered up the system having these views or whether it was when he got to the top that he understood he had a mission in life mm. and that mission was to secure world peace. Because yeah, he, he was very much a man of the system, wasn't he? I mean, he went to Moscow State University um, and, and from there he, he moved up through the party ranks. He was a real bureaucrat. This is the extraordinary thing that he, you know, he kept his, he, he kept his cool. He remained absolutely, as you say, the party apparatchik, clambering up the system, and then at the top, burst into flames. But flames of peace, not war. What was the view? I, we, you talked about what Reagan thought of him and what Thatcher thought of him. What did Joe Soap think of him in the West? What was the view of Gorbachev in the late eighties? I think the first thing everyone looked at was his birthmark. And once they'd got over that, on you know this extraordinary uh, blotch of ink, as it was, uh, on his forehead, um, you know, once they got past that, 
uh, I think they began to realize that he was not Khrushchev. He was not Brezhnev. He was something different. Uh, he, he wasn't in any way a kind of flashy character. Um, but it's what he thought and what he spoke that defined him as somebody quite different from anybody we'd ever met from the Soviet system at that level. Of course, if I was talking to someone now from Russia, uh, uh, th- th- there's a high likelihood, that's not a guarantee, there's a high likelihood they might have a very different view of, of Gorbachev. That is one of the complicated elements of his legacy, isn't it? Well, I think Putin is not going to make a fuss about him at all. I mean, I think Putin would regard Gorbachev as a sellout. I mean, Putin's behaviour, you know, whilst in power war with Ukraine and the rest of it, um, he's no Gorbachev himself. And I imagine that he's absolutely nothing pleasant to say about Gorbachev. But surprise me. Let's see. But I don't think we're going to get any kind words from him. I mean, when you look back on, on, on your career, is he one of the most r- remarkable individuals you would have had the pleasure of, of covering? One of those who had the most impact on, on world events, the world as we know it today, put it that way. I think as a fact, he certainly did. But his character was not sort of effervescent, not somebody who, even through a translator, made really dramatic and interesting <laughs> statements. But he was somebody who delivered. He delivered. And that, in the end, is the greatest thing that a reformist a politician can ever do. Um, he, I, I don't think we really know how he formulated his views. Whether they came to him in a rush as he discovered the state of the world that he was now inheriting as such a key job in trying to resolve, um, whether that's what changed him. I don't think that he was somebody anybody spotted as a grand reformist uh, further down the food chain as he clambered up the political system. There was something really special about him in that he defied all the guardians of communism and the revolution um, to make sense of the modern world. And there's this uh, figure that's uh, it's often disputed, but you know that the population of Russia today might be well north of kind of three, four hundred million had Stalin not lived. And when we talk about the the resorting to violence, that was the 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 innate reaction of so many of his predecessors. I mean, that 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 is his legacy today, is it? That there are people alive on the planet today in 2022 that would not be alive were it not for Mikhail Gorbachev. That is 100%. And I think one of the interesting things will be to see what the popular response to his death actually is, if we can find out. Unfortunately, there are enough correspondents there, probably to test the waters and see. Um, I mean, I hope that the masses will use his death to question Putin's behaviour right now. John, an absolute pleasure. Thanks a million for joining us. No, thank you indeed for risking have a conversation with me. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.